The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for Ascension Sunday from Luke 24, verses 44 to 47. Jesus said to them, his disciples, this is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that's written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. My dear friends in Christ, our Ascension Sunday Gospel reading actually begins on Easter Sunday evening, and it gives us, oh, basically the message that Jesus shared with his disciples on that day all the way up until his ascension into heaven. And then this reading also will tell us, as we'll see tomorrow, it talks about his ascension and then events that are kind of leading up to Pentecost, which we're going to celebrate this Sunday in our, in our services. On Easter Sunday evening, the disciples, they were locked up behind closed doors. They were afraid. They had heard the different reports about Jesus being risen from the dead. Well, they heard that account from the women that they found the empty tomb, the angels. They heard a report from Peter and John who had gone to the tomb but found it empty. Then there was Mary Magdalene. She said that she had actually seen the Lord Jesus. And, and then there were those two disciples on the road to Emmaus and how they had walked and talked with Jesus and not knowing who he was, not knowing that, and then it was revealed to them that this was their Savior. Yet the disciples were still confused, and that's when Jesus appeared to them on Easter Sunday evening to silence their fears what Jesus did is he pointed them to his hands and feet and side, and invited them to touch him. He even had them prepare some food for him to eat so that he could prove to them that he wasn't really a, a ghost. Now Jesus said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Whenever I look at this section, I always say, none of us likes to be told, I told you so, like the disciples were that day. But actually, if you think about it, I would imagine that every one of us has been told, I told you so, by family, friends, co-workers, and, well, even by our Lord himself, well, through the scriptures, as the disciples were told on 
this particular night. And now Jesus had told them repeatedly how he had to die. And, well, how he would on the third day rise from the dead. But the tragic thing with those disciples is that they forgot that little detail, which really wasn't so little, right? What unnecessary grief, worry, and pain they caused themselves because they forgot that detail. And when we think about our lives in this world, our lives in this world, they have enough, enough troubles and tribulations and pains and sorrows that, oh, it, it, it's so important that we keep on remembering the promises of God because those promises of God will relieve us of so many of those troubles, tribulations, pains, and problems that we face. When troubles afflict us, oh, how important it is for us to, to just simply remember Christ's promise that he'll always be with us or his promise that he's going to make things work out somehow for our eternal good, uh, that he'll never allow a temptation so strong to enter into our lives that we can't handle it with his help. And of course also that wonderful promise that one day he's going to take us from this sin-filled, sin-troubled world to take us to be with him forever. Well, when through faith we remember those promises of God, we'll avoid so much grief, so much trouble in this lifetime, and we will be able to handle all of the troubles that we're facing in this life. Well, after... Jesus told his disciples, I told you so. Jesus tells, Luke tells us that Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. It was only with the Lord's divine insistence that those disciples were able to finally really grasp and then also share that wonderful message that Jesus had been sharing with them for, for three years. They needed that divine assistance and it's only with that divine assistance that those disciples were able to be the bold witnesses for Christ that they ended up being. Through faith, we also have that same divine assistance that the disciples had. We have Christ living and working in us. And, well, it's through the word that well, the scriptures are open to us that we know God's plan of salvation. Those scriptures, what they're able to do is they're able to make us wise for, unto salvation. They're able to thoroughly equip us for every good work to live as God's believing children. Those scriptures, they can do some real amazing things for us. But for us to benefit from the scriptures, we kind of have to read and study them regularly and faithfully. We probably all heard a story or two about some poor derelict who ended up starving to death and apparently had nothing, but when, when things were checked out, they found out that that person had thousands of dollars stashed away, and because of that, what he could have done is he could have eaten, he could have feasted, he could have 
had a roof over his head, could have had so much. But for some reason, perhaps a foolish reason, he just didn't use the money that he had. Well, spiritually speaking, let's not be scriptural derelicts like that who, well, the, the word of God, it's there to give us such help and such strength. And, and if we have our Bibles just sitting on a bookshelf or in an app on our phone and we never open it up, well, then we're not going to benefit from it, but boy, we really could benefit from it by opening up the scriptures, by, by looking at our Bible apps, and well, when we're able to gather together officially to worship and study God's word together again, oh boy, is that ever going to be great, and is God going to be able to open our minds and give us such wonderful blessings? When Jesus opened the minds of his disciples. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Wouldn't it be great if one of us knew the, the cure or the vaccine for this virus, boy, that would be absolutely great news. But, but because Jesus has opened the scriptures to us, we have even more wonderful news. By the grace of God, we know that Jesus is our Savior who gives us his blood and righteousness so that we're ready for heaven. We know that in Jesus, we have the forgiveness of sins. And we also know that when we go to Jesus looking for his forgiveness, looking for his help, and looking for his strength, you know what Jesus isn't going to do? Is Jesus isn't going to look at you and say, I'm sorry, you're on your own. But Jesus instead says to us, well, of course, I forgive you all your sins. And I'm going to give you all the help and the strength that you need, well, so that you can live for me now, so that you can be with me forever. Oh, how blessed we are that the Lord Jesus has opened our minds so that we know his amazing, loving care. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, keep opening our minds to what you say and what you do for us. Don't let our minds be open to those things that are contrary to your, to your will. When your word has revealed sin in our lives, open our minds to the Holy Spirit's help to fight against sin and to trust in your forgiveness and to also live as your believing children. We pray this in the name of Jesus, our Savior, who gives us that wonderful forgiveness.
Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.